everyone. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Heart is Full podcast. I am literally so in love with doing this. This is only my second episode, so I've only recorded twice, yet I literally love doing this. It brings me so much joy. So I'm so excited that I'm going to be doing this a lot more in this... Okay, I don't know if you can hear Journey in the background, but she is chasing a bull. So, <laughs> if you hear Journey, ignore her. Also, peep Journey. Um, <laughs> crackhead energy right now. Um, but if you have heard my other episodes, you know that my other episode. Pff, um, you know that I was wanting to do prayer requests at the end of the episode, which we are going to do. But I have think was thinking about it. Okay, I'm sorry. Journey is distracting me. Journey, baby. How about you get one-armed sloth? Let's get one-armed sloth. (laughs) Alright, sorry, guys. She has this toy rope that originally had, like, this sloth on it, and it was, like, holding this rope, but she ripped the sloth off, but that one arm stayed connected to the rope, so now it's this rope with one arm connected to it. (laughs) Anyways, um, but, um... As the week was going on, I was thinking about it, and I was like, why don't I also do praises? Because as much as I do want to pray for you guys, I also want to, like, lift you guys up, and I want to encourage you. And if you guys have great things that are going on in the week, or if you have, like, accomplishments, like, I want to shout those out, and I want to lift you guys up in that. So I want this to be a community where we pray for each other when hurt is happening, and when our life and is not going the way we want it to. And, you know, I want to be there for you guys to pray with you and to lift you up in that way but I also want to lift you up in good things too so at the beginning of every episode we are going to do praises slash shout outs and at the end we're going to do prayer requests so let's get to the praises and shout outs so the first thing that I want to talk about is something f- with me um so if you've heard my last episode you know that I have this irrational fear with f- interviews it's ridiculous literally need to get over that it's so stupid um it's literally so irrational because I'm such a people person like it's ridiculous um anyway so you may be saying oh my gosh Julie so you are you did an interview yo not exactly yes and no so I met up with the dean of the leadership ministry program at Milligan and the conversation went so well I was freaking out before I went because not only was it kind of like an interview, but it was also like a very, very, very important conversation. Like this conversation with him could be make it or break it for if I can go to Milligan or not, because I have to have, like I rely on scholarships and financial aid in order to go there. So the talk went so well. That is a huge praise. Um, I'm waiting back to hear back from him, but I am just so thankful that it went well. One, because I it just shows me that, like, Julie's an interview, but it was just a conversation. That's all it was. And also, there's the fact that we did bond so well. I am looking at a sticker of his face right now that's across from me. He gave me a sticker of his face. So I feel like that shows how well it went, right? <laughs> um, so there's that. And then the second thing is my friend Heather that I work with. So before I left for winter break, she was telling me about how she wants to get a job and then I came back from winter break because I go back to Knoxville and then I came back and she did get that job and I was like 
that was just, that's so inspiring to me, especially because of my stupid irrational fear. Um, it was just so, just so eye-opening, and it was so impactful to me to hear, like, she wanted to, and then I came back, and she did, and so go you, Heather, and also she loves it, and I'm so happy that you like it, so shout out to my friend Heather, I'm so proud of you, girlfriend, for going through with that and doing that, and also the fact that you like it, we love when we love the job, um, and so yeah, go you, Heather, literally so proud of you, and that's really inspiring for me, at least, um, and then thirdly, my last one is I really want to shout out my roommate, Savannah, she just recently paid off her car, which is such a discipline, like, that is hard to put payments off, even when you're, like, already paying rent and groceries and just all that stuff, having to, like, set aside money for your car, too, like, that's not really a fun, easy payment, so the fact that she paid that off, and now she has a new car, which is so incredible, so, so proud of you, girl, you're killing the game, love that you are doing that, that's adulting right there, and you're killing it, and I'm just so proud of you for paying that off and then getting a new car, that's amazing. So, those are the shout-outs and praises of this episode. If you guys are wondering, Julie, I love this, I want to get a shout-out, or I have praises, or if something happens throughout the week that you want us to praise you for, go to my Heart is Full podcast on Instagram, and you will see, like, the highlights, little things, you know, and one is called links. Go to the links and then tap on that, and you can add your input The thing with that that I love is that it is totally anonymous, so if a thing happens and you don't really want your name in it, you can put it anonymous, or if you do, put your name in there and we'll give you a shout out with your name. Or you can even just DM me at julieag10, whichever you prefer. But now, let's get into this week's episode. So... For this episode, I want to talk on the power of your that your words have on yourself and for others. And I even want to take it a step further and talk about the impact that your tone has too. Because these things carry weight when they are not done well, but they can also be so impactful. And I mean, our words and our we literally use our words every single day, right? Like we talk every single day. So we use this on a daily. So we can be bringing life or we can be bringing destruction to people daily. And with that comes our tone. So our tone of our voice can be a huge impact, if not even more of an impact than our words. So we're going to dive right into it. And the first thing that I want to talk about is how our words bring life. So I'm going to read Genesis 1 and I'm going to kind of go just, I'm gonna, just going to be jumping along in it. So go back and read it if you haven't. It is so, so good. Obviously, it is about God creating the heavens and the earth. Again, I'm not reading it like all the way through because that would be a lot, but I am kind of pulling a lot out of it. So bear with me if it is kind of a lot. So Genesis 1 says, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate water from water. And it was so. And God said, let the water under the sky be gathered to one place and let the dry ground appear. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed-bearing plants, and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their various kinds. 
and it was so. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times of day and year. And it was so. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the water water team with the living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the vault of the sky. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our own image, in our likeness. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And it was so. And God saw that it was very good. So, the thing that I want to point out there is how God's, it was always a, God said a, let there be blank, right? Let there be land. Let there separate water from water. Let there be animals of the sky. Let there be plants with vegetation. And then it was so. So God said it, he spoke it into existence, and then it was so, and it happened. But then not only that, but God saw that it was good, And so this just shows how powerful our words are, how God spoke these things into existence and they became life. Now, I know we can't literally speak life into existence, but we can speak things into existence in our own life on a daily. Like if you ever hype yourself up, that is literally bringing life to you. That is strengthening you. That is healing you. That is bringing you joy and happiness. And that is bringing you life. Like how crazy is it that us simply just making good remarks to ourselves or to others is literally lifting them up. Proverbs sixteen twenty four says, Gracious words are like honeycomb, sweet to the soul and healing to the bones. I just love that because our words are sweet to the soul so what we say to people is sweet to us it refreshes us it refrains us it redefines us and then likewise it is healing to the bones like I love that so when someone says something to you or when you say something to yourself or when and like so for me I absolutely love Janine Amapola. She is probably one of my favorite influencers just because of how like how authentic she is and how transparent she is, how much she fears the Lord, and I love it. And one in one of her episodes, I sent in a voicemail, and she put it on her podcast, guys. She put me on her podcast. And that brought so much life into my life. Like, the words that she said to me, she she honestly just said kind of like, that was so sweet, and she loved that, and that was uplifting to her, and that uplifted me. And so our words can bring life to each other. But on the flip side, our words can also bring death. So I want to read now James 3, 3 through 6, which says, When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animals. Or take ships as an example. Although they are so large, and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants it to go. 
Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a, by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire. Now, this verse is obviously speaking on behalf of the tongue being like speaking death into your life but i love 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 the examples that he said like he said the bit of the horse like that little thing that you put in a horse like that little metal thing that they like chew on or whatever that tiny thing literally one pull of it directs the entire horse so that little thing in its mouth is what steers the horse completely by a single pull is exactly where it's going to go and then a huge ship like this huge ginormous ship is steered by just this little rut in the little center back of it and then I loved how it spoke about the fire because I mean how true is that like this tiny spark like just a single little spark can inflame a whole forest can cause a whole forest file fire and that is just it's so true that the tongue is a small part of the body but it has the biggest impact on us I mean I think we all know the phrase sticks and stones may break my bones but words may never hurt me but that is so wrong like words hurt they hurt bad we carry those words that we hear with us we carry that those words into our lives we believe it we make that a foundation of us we start thinking that's who we are like no words hurt i wish they didn't like i wish i could just rub it like wipe it off and be like words may never hurt me like okay you say something to me but okay yeah whatever like in one out in your in one ear out the next like i wish i wish that's how that worked but the words that we hear they can carry with us forever but I don't want to end it just there. And so I was looking at online at ways we can speak life to someone. I want to say how we can overcome that, how we can defend that, and how we can bring life to people. Because we want to bring life, not destruction. So I'm going to say these things. And I really, really pray, guys, that you will do one of these things this week. Um, that you will speak life to someone in some way and maybe it's one of these ways or maybe it's another way but I would also love to hear it so if you do give me like let me know how that goes I would love I just love to hear you guys and your life and like how you impact people too so 10 ways we can speak life to people number one tell them how much they mean to you I mean like simply just telling like your best friend how much they mean to you can be such an impact on their day and such an impact on them like you don't know what everyone is going through so tell them how much they mean to you number two let them know the way they bless you again that's like such a simple thing but it's also something that we don't do often or ever so tell someone how they bless you number three see something great inside them and let them know about it let them know that number four compliment something about them if they just got a new haircut tell them that it looks good if you think their eyes are pretty tell them that too if they have awesome fits every day or even if they are just killing the game with something like compliment them compliments can make the difference i saw on instagram um this video of 
um, this, these girls that were like randomly complimenting people and then you can just see how it changes their day and it is so sweet like these girls were literally just start complimenting and start hyping up these people like saying how this guy's smile is so great maybe you guys have seen it you know what I talk I'm talking about but compliments honestly can just help someone else so much number five pray for them and let them know that you're praying for them Number six, invite them to do something with you and let them know how much it means to you that they spend time with you. I have two of my really, really good friends and we go out to coffee every week. And every week I think I tell them like a zillion times that I am so thankful for them. I'm so thankful that they will go out to coffee with me and they are honestly so impactful to me. And so I hope that you guys can one go out with someone and then two let them know that like let them know that it means so much to you number seven read an encouraging bible verse or quote to someone send it to them and tell them that it made them think of you i mean how many times has someone sent it to you, something to you and it was exactly what you needed to hear or it was exactly something that you needed in this season or what if they sent something to you and you they didn't even know you needed it and it was exactly what you need so you could be the person that sent something to someone and not even know that they need it and that could change their whole day so yeah do that number eight listen to that voice inside you telling you to text someone, call someone, or stop by their house. I, my love language is acts of service, so which usually gets very confused with gifts because with acts of services usually comes gifts, but to me the thing that means the most to me is it's the act of what you're doing. So if it's you coming to my house because you were nearby just to stop by and say hi or if you're bringing me coffee because you know I had an early morning or bringing me food or just it's the act that you went out of your way and so that one to me would be right in the heart and the number nine validate someone's sadness their feelings their emotions but help them to see the bigger picture so be that encouraging for the be encouraging to someone be that person for them to cry with but also help them to realize what is going on and what is actually happening here and number 10 I'm gonna leave that one actually blank for you guys I want number 10 to be the thing that you guys are going to do so number 10 is blank for you insert your name this is what you are supposed to do this week pray about it think about it what can you do to really speak life to someone um, I do want to say this is by Nikki Ko Kazaris. This is not by me. I did not come up with this. I saw this online. I just want to reiterate that. These are not my words. But I do also want to point out that a lot of these things, a lot of it is simply just telling people because a lot of the times we may think something, but we don't say it. So just say it. Like, be bold and, like, say it. Like, how many times, if we were to, like, say all the compliments and all the nice things that we think that would be so impactful and most of the time we just don't say it so just like just say it also I think this is any of my people out there that are word words of affirmation is your love language this this podcast this episode this is for you <laughs> all right so now I want to jump into your tone because I feel like your tone of voice goes hand in hand with your words, but it's often not talked about or it's often forgotten about. 
but I just feel like the way that you say things carries just as much weight, if not more, than your words. So I want to spend this next part of the episode talking about the importance of our tone. Because again, I just think your tone has so much impact. Honestly, I would I would even say more than your words can. So a couple things that I have noticed with tone with your tones and tones in general, with tones is that whatever it is we are trying to say, it's our tone that's communicating what we're feeling. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. Whatever it is you are trying to say, usually it's your tone that's communicating what we're feeling. So our tone tells the truth about what our words don't. And it's usually our tone that people respond to, not the words themselves. So like, for instance, if let's just say, and I'm not, this did not happen, but I'm just saying, let's just say, for example, I'm sitting in my living room and I'm watching TV and one of my parents comes in and is saying like in a really mean negative tone like your junk is all over the house I need you to clean it up this is ridiculous like you never clean up it's always everywhere no one can do anything like you just don't have any sense or respect for anyone around you you know like if you are hearing and that is in such a condescending tone like of course I'm not going to take that well right But if it was reversed and it was like, hey, Julie, would you mind just taking five minutes and cleaning up your stuff? Like, it's really bothering me. I just need, we just want it to be a little more clean, not so cluttered. So would you spend like five minutes right now and clean up your stuff? Like, it is your tone that people listen to. It's your tone and your words. And even if it was like, even if your words were saying, just take five minutes but if you're saying take five minutes to clean your stuff up it just takes five minutes like okay your words are saying it takes five minutes but your tone isn't and so sometimes your tone can overpower your words completely because it's your tone that we're listening to not your words and I have been there a lot guys my teen years I was the queen of my tone was horrible I had such a bad tone and so I'm speaking to myself here where I have I've realized over the years that a lot of the time when I was younger and I was immature, I would speak to my parents in such a bad tone and it was so unrespectful, disrespectful, lol. <laughs> um, but I would be the one to, that like that would be me. It would be me like just saying something like, oh gosh, I can't even think of anything, but it would be like, I would say something and to me, my words were fine, but it was my tone that was saying everything, right? So there's that, but then the second thing that, correlates with this is usually what happens I feel like is your feelings and your attitude is brewing up under the sur or yeah under the surface and then something happens that is like the last straw and then you blow up so usually what happens and the reason why your tone comes out so bad is because there are these little things that are bothering you and there are all these little things that are just irritating you but you're not saying anything you don't bring it up you don't say anything to the person that it's irritating you by you just kind of leave it be you're imagining you you think to yourself that's just gonna go away it's gonna resolve itself but it's not and then something happens and it breaks you and you go off and that and by you going off can be the most impactful thing right like again like your words carry so much weight so that by you going off because you were 
carrying it and then you explode it onto that person, that can just be so disruptive. It can ruin friendships. It can break relationships. That men, that simple one time can just, can ruin it. And so I want to read Ephesians 4, 29, which this is not marked. So sorry, let me go find it. All right, so Ephesians 4, 29 through 32 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And then in 31 it says, Get rid of all bitterness, anger, and rage, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgive each other just as God forgave you. And so I just love that. Like, don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building each other up. Get rid of bitterness. Get rid of rage and anger, brawling and slander. Be kind and compassionate. Forgive as God forgave you. And then there is also a verse, Matthew, which I actually did not write this down. I thought I did. Matthew, oh, I may have to Google this actually because I don't remember. Uh, actually, actually, no, no, no. I remember where it's at in the Bible. I think it's Matthew 18. I could be wrong. Okay, yes. So, Matthew 18, verses 15 says, For if your brother or sister sins against you, go and point out their faults just between the two of you. And if they listen, you have won their them over. And I'm just going to hit on that one, but it does go on to tell you what happens if they don't win and how to go about that if, or how to go about that if they don't listen. So, but for right now, I'm just going to listen to that one verse. Definitely go and read that because it's good. But I just want you guys to realize that when that happens, when you blow up, instead of blowing up, speak to them, go talk to them because maybe they don't realize it's bothering you. Maybe they don't realize that it's a problem. Maybe... They, they do realize, but they just need a little push, right? So instead of just ignoring it, not saying anything, go to them one-on-one -on -one, though. Don't bring a crowd. Don't bring people. Don't do this in front of people. That is not loving. That is not kind. That is, it just creates drama and it creates more hurt. So let's not do that. Go between them one-on-one -on -one and talk with them. And usually I would say most of the time, if you guys are coming in in a loving way, if you're coming in in a good tone, if your voice is good, and if you're coming in genuinely to, like, talk and it's not in, like, a form of argument, arguments, then most of the time the conversation will go so well and you will, if you, you if one is listening and one is speaking and it's like that and it's not arguing, then it, the conversations will go well. So instead of holding it in and then bursting out and then saying all these mean and things that just tear someone to shreds, talk to them, speak to them, tell them what's going on, and then you don't even need that tone of voice. There's no need for it. 
So, I want to end that there because I just think that Ephesians verse is so good, and there's so many good things in that, and I would, that's just exactly how I want to end this. So, guys, I really hope that in this coming week that you will just speak love and kindness and compassion, and you will forgive, and you will speak with one another, and you will go and talk to someone, and you won't have that tone of voice, but if you do have that tone of voice, I also pray that you will also be receptive and want to hear your hear yourself and just listen to yourself and if people come to you and are saying that like hey you're really hurting me when you do this that you'll listen to that and you'll be receptive and that this will actually be a good way to overcome that so now (laughs) journey (laughs) yeah word up right girl so oh i actually completely forgot i was even gonna say with tones of voice i think it's so funny how even your like animals know your tone right like the other day the other day this morning what am i saying journey was chewing on my shoe and so my tone was like journey and she immediately dropped it because she knew that that tone was i'm not doing this right and she dropped it but then there's times when i can like right now i can do this i'm not going to because she's laying down which this is the first time she's laying down all day but if i'm like journey baby journey Okay, too soon. <laughs> she just bolted her head up. Hi, baby. Um, um, but if I have that kind of tone, she starts wagging her tail. She knows that we're having a good time. She knows that it's good and we're happy. So I just think it's so fascinating that even your dogs and your animals know the tone of voice that you have and how much impact it has, right? Like your like journey, she will put her ears her she doesn't have a tail, so she's not putting her tail under her butt, but she puts her head down, she puts her ears down when she knows that my tone is like not good. But when I'm, like, uplifting and I'm happy for her and I'm, like, just giving her all these loves and kisses, she knows that it's so good. So if even animals can tell her if tones that much, then humans, absolutely, it is just that more impactful. So, just a little thought there. <laughs> but, as I said earlier, this is now going to be our time of prayer requests and then I'm going to pray for us and that will be the end of the episode. So, we have two prayer requests today. Let me get my notes out. So the first one is for my good friend, Logan. He has a job interview coming up Thursday to be a ministry leader, which is a big job. And I know it's something that he would do so great at. And I know it's something that he is really wanting. So let's pray for Logan this week that he has just he won't that his nerves and his anxiousness will leave that he won't feel nervous and and that he will just feel very confident going into it I also pray that the interview itself is going to go well and that he will get the job so we're going to pray for Logan because I know I know better than probably anyone that jobs interviews are scary especially when it's like a job job so absolutely praying for you Logan I understand how scary and nerve-wracking that can be but you don't need to be you're gonna kill it crush it cream it you're gonna do so great so we'll pray for Logan and then secondly is I want to pray for my mom's side of the family so my mom's side of the family is just going through it right now my grandpa is in hospice he has short-term memory loss he has had it for a long time now um but his body has lately just been shutting down Um, and so they are now putting him in hospice and he's living with my aunt. Um, so he has, they think he has just about two weeks left, which is 
it's just distraughtening, obviously, for my mom's side who are close to them. And so I want to pray for my grandpa, but I also want to pray for everyone close to them, too, that are, that love him and that are there for him and that they will find peace and comfort in this hard time. And also, my grandma broke her hip recently, um, like a couple weeks ago, and so she just got a surgery. The surgery went great, um, but now the upkeep and the care is really a hard thing so we're gonna pray for those two things and then we'll head out so if you guys will pray with me dear god i just thank you so much for this podcast and this platform god i want to lift up logan right now and as this week goes on i pray that he will not be nervous i pray that you will put a hand of peace on him and a hand of comfort and that as the week goes on that he will just be prepared and that he will go in feeling so confident lord i pray that the interview itself goes well and i pray that this position is just exactly what he's hoping for i know that this would honestly be perfect for him he is so good with people he is such a bright light to everyone around him and he's just blessed me being a friend by and so lord i pray that this interview just will be so great i pray that it goes smoothly and that there's nothing um that nothing goes wrong with it lord um but lord i pray that if he does get the job that this will bless him and that this will be exactly what you have fulfilled for him but if he doesn't get the job lord that i pray that he will just have the understanding that this may just not be the right fit for him maybe the church itself is just not right for him maybe you are looking out for him i know sometimes the closed doors Um, as hard as it may seem and as confusing as it is, is actually you looking out for us. So I pray that if it goes um, to the way that he gets the job, that you will bless him, that this will be perfect for him and that he will love it. But Lord, I pray that if he doesn't get it, I pray that we would, he will just have an understanding that you are looking out for him, that you want the best for him and that you are actually doing what's best for him, even if it may be confusing. So thank you, Lord, for Logan and for that. And Lord, I just want to lift up my mom's side of the family. I know that losing someone is so hard. And so, Lord, I just pray for peace and comfort over them. I pray that these next few weeks, instead of it being hard and difficult, Lord, that it will be just comforting, that they will know that he's, maybe he's just, he's getting out of pain and that this has been a time that he he just needs to be relieved from it but lord i pray that you will just be with my cousin brooke and that my aunt leela and my grandma and everyone surrounding them as they live with him they are close to him they see him every day and they know him better than probably he knows himself and so lord i just pray i also want to pray for my mom that this is her dad and that you will give them all clarity and reassurance that this is hard and i pray that a community will come and surround them that the people around them will be there for them um through this hard time but i pray that that's the that this isn't a time of mourning, but that this is a time of just loving him and just being thankful for all that he's done for them in their lives. And I pray that my grandma will be healed with her hip. I pray that the healing process goes well. And Lord, I just pray for them in their time right now. We love you, God, and it's in your name I pray. Amen. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. I will see you next week. Have a great day. Bye.